Hi folks, this is Pasha Hajian speaking, one of the directors of Gold Bazan. As you guys may have noticed, we're doing a three-part series on Portugal, Spain, and Morocco to give the viewers a little bit more inside, you know, about their national teams and, you know, what they think about Iran's national team. So the first part of the series, we had Mr. Dom Kunderdan. He spoke about, you know, Portugal, huge, huge Portuguese football experts. So if you haven't checked that episode out, please. Uh, the second part of the series, uh, we have Spain, Mr. Julio Maldonado, or a.k.a. Mr. Maldini, as they call him in Spain. Huge journalist. Um, he's been working for, you know, Condé Cope, a movie star, two predominant, you know, Spanish medias in Spain. And um, it was just an absolute pleasure to have him on. Pretty much spoke about Spain's national team, you know, the expectations, what they have, the transition from Vicente del Bosque to Mr. Lopendegui, um, his thoughts on Carlos Queiroz's reign at Real Madrid, what the Spanish media is talking about in reigning national team, and um, basically what he thinks is going to happen in Group B. So it's a very short interview. Towards the end of this episode, there's two special announcements. You guys have made, seen it on our social media. But nonetheless, stay tuned for that. Um, we'll be definitely giving out some more information throughout our social media content. But stay tuned for those two announcements after this episode. Thank you guys as always. Enjoy this episode of Gold Vazan. An absolute honor to be joined by Julia Maldini, my good friend. Thank you so much for coming on Gold Bazan. Looking forward to speaking to you about Group B and the Spanish national team. Okay, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure, you know, and, and very good to to play against Iran in the in the World Cup. Yes. Thank you very much, Julio, my friend. Could you just tell us a little bit about Spain's World Cup qualification process, please? Uh, well, you know, it, it has been quite easy, you know, uh, qualification because we played we played Liechtenstein, we played Albania, we played Macedonia and Israel and Italy. Uh, we only we, we only have problems in the games in the game away in in Turin against Italy. We won we drew one one, but we were winning one nil, and and uh, we we have problems in the last ten fifteen minutes. But I think Spain Spain has been quite superior because Italy. Uh, has uh, has lost uh, more points, you know, in the in the way. So, so Spain is a, is a team that um, always or nearly always has the possession of the ball. So uh, we have uh, only a few problems after after the uh, the disaster in the World Cup in Brazil in in, mm. in um, the last World Cup in Brazil, and also the disaster in the European Championships in France. Uh, we have we have a, a new trainer called uh, Julian Lopetegui. Yes. And uh, Spain has has um, I mean uh, they are they are they are um, the, the same style of play that we had when when we won the, the World Cup and two European Championships uh, in a row. You know, you're speaking about Lopetegui. Obviously, you know his uh, predecessor was uh, Del Busque, huge name in the world of football. Yeah. And the work he did for Spain was just phenomenal. You know, you guys won the World Cup in 2010, Euro 2008, Euro 2012. My friend, could you tell us what are the expectations now of, you know, the, the fans, the pundits, media of going to this World Cup? Uh, it's very high, because they're very, very good. Because, you know, uh, when, when we lost against Italy in the, in the um, second round of the European Championships, in, in the last one played in France, um, it was a uh, nobody wanted to know about the Spanish national team, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know, here in Spain, it's uh, absolutely uh, crazy people about football, and and 
nobody wanted to to, to see the, the the national team again, you know. But 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 Julian uh, Lopetegui came and we started winning again and and we are playing very well at the moment with with a new a new um, a new uh, players like like Isco and uh, and Thiago and Saul, you know. Um, it's it's a mix between the some of the the World Cup champions like like Iniesta for example or Ramos or Pique you know but uh, overall they are new players like Isco and and uh, Thiago Alcantara which is very good Saul Niguez and Coque from Atletico and and um, they have the same style of play so they, we are playing very well very very well at the moment and and here in Spain everybody is uh, convinced. Then we can win the World Cup again. Really, that, that we have we are going to to have a, a very very good World Cup, and we can win again. Julio, the team's achievements have led many commentators, experts, and former players to consider your 2010 and 2012 Spanish sides among the best ever international sides in world football. How would you rank the side that you guys have now compared to those? Uh, y- yes, for sure. You know, we we uh, in two- 2008, which uh, was in. Uh, with Luis Aragonés as trainer, yes. Spain for me played the, the best uh, football that uh, they have ever played. Yes. Even even better than when we won the World Cup mm-hmm. with Luis Aragonés. Um, we have uh, overall we have uh, three uh, absolutely fantastic players. One was uh, Casillas, the Real Madrid goalkeeper. The other uh, the other was uh, Xavi Hernández from Barcelona, which is for me the best Spanish player in the world in the history, you know, in wow. the best Spanish players in the history. And the third was uh, Andres Iniesta. Iniesta is uh, still playing with national team, but uh, he's not playing at, at the same level because, you know, uh, he's um, he's a bit old now. And, and he played 40, 45 minutes, 50 minutes in Barcelona. But uh, for the national national team, he's not playing at this at this level. And also we had Villa, David Villa, which was the... Uh, the goal scorer of the most important goals in the World Cup in 2010, like uh, the goal against Portugal, one goal against Paraguay, and uh, very, very important goals. Uh, and we, we don't have a, a center forward at, at this level now. And another very good player was Puyol, you know. Uh, Carlos Puyol was, uh, was a central defender from Barcelona, which uh, he has many, many, many strengths, you know. And we have a good team now, very good team, but I think. Uh, the team we had in 2008 uh, and 2012 and, and 2010 in the World Cup is not possible to repeat. I think Spain will never play uh, like like this team. Julie, can you give us a little bit of an insight about Carlos Queiroz's reign into Real Madrid? Obviously, it wasn't a success, but it's very interesting to get your thoughts on what you know predominantly fans in of Real Madrid during that time thought about him or what the media thought about him during his one-year reign at Real Madrid. Uh, as you know, the work he's done for a reigning national team is absolutely tremendous. Yeah, yeah, for, for Iran it's, it's tremendous, yeah. You know, you know, um, it was a very, very surprise when Carlos Queiroz came to Real Madrid because he was the second trainer at Manchester United yes. with Alex Ferguson. He, he, isn't, he wasn't the first trainer, you know, in, in, in the top team. So that's why Baldano, which was the director of Real Madrid at this time, decided to to bring him instead of uh, del bosque which was which has won the world Cup, the european cup for real and he 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 it, for him was absolutely impossible to to make the job for real madrid in this time uh, and and here uh, in fact after he he resigned from real madrid he was out of of, uh, of spain 
Uh, here in the state, people lost, lost his, uh, you know what I mean? They, 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 they didn't know where he was, you know, he carried, he carried off. Because here in Spain, um, you know, the Asian football is not, um, I mean, it's quite, quite difficult to see, you know, nobody, really nobody knows about Asian football here in Spain. So that's why the, the, uh, Carlos Queiroz is an, nearly a an, noun an again, you know what I mean? Yes. Group B is a very interesting group, Julio, and as you know, Spain and Portugal obviously are group favorites. Are you guys? Would you say the public and the media and whoever else affiliated with football is satisfied with the group that you guys are in? Yes, yes. Uh, in Spain, uh, uh, after the draw, everybody thinks that it's a, it's a good draw for Spain. Mm -hmm. uh, not not exactly in the, for the group, but for the possible uh, game on on the second round because we we will play. In the second round, uh, with with one of the teams in in the group of Uruguay and Russia and and um, and Egypt, you know, and Saudi Arabia. So uh, we think that the the second round match could uh, quite be quite quite easy also. Um, and and also, you know, Iran is a very very competitive team. Obviously, for me, is the best best uh, competitive team in Asia now. For me, uh, better than Japan and, and better than South Korea. Uh, and Morocco is a good team, really. It's a, it's a team that has good level of football, quite quite technical. But uh, obviously, they are they are um, behind behind the Spanish level. Uh, the the only the only game really really difficult for us, I think, is uh, the games against Portugal, which is, will be the first game. And the next question I offer you, my friend, is how would you say the media is looking at countries such as Iran and Morocco? Would you guys see Iran as the more superior team, or is it Morocco? Or um, just we just want to get your general thoughts on that. Well, you know, in fact, many few people know many things about Iran and Morocco in Spain, really. Mm -hmm. But I see many games and I have seen them playing. So my 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 opinion. Is that Iran uh, is a very level of Morocco, and in, in, in for me will be more difficult the match against Iran than the match against Morocco because Iran is a, a very well organized team, very very well organized team. They are playing together for many years with the same with the same trainer that Kairos. Uh, it has been many years in the or several years in the in the in the national team as a trainer, and this is how they are they are very very competitive. They, they have. Um, I, I, if, if I, I, I think they have only uh, two, two goals uh, against against them in in, yes. in a match that was was not very important. So yes. uh, it's very difficult to, to to score goals against them. They have played a good game against Russia in uh, in friendly, and for me, it's better team than, than Morocco. Interesting point you brought up, Julio, because we recently interviewed Jordi Cruyff and he said the same thing, that it could be very difficult for European teams in general, that, you know, Asian teams are pretty much very mysterious. Now, looking at the Spanish national side, would you say that for them that, you know, they're not very used to, you know, Asian football, you know, they, don't, they might not know much about it. Would you say that's, that could be a negative for them? No, I don't think so because uh, even if now they don't, they don't, they don't know Iran for for sure the mm -hmm. Spanish national players. But before the match, you know, they will see they will see how they play, and and I think nowadays it's, it's very it's not so important that you know, and, and they they will see some some videos of the of the matches, and and for sure uh, of the of the individual players, and for sure um, when when Spain play Iran. They will know many, many things about Iran for sure. I, I, I don't think it will be a, a problem, really.
Julia, my friend, I want to take you back all the way to World Cup 2014. That, you know, if you look at the Iranian match versus Argentina, Iran played very compact, very defensively organized, and they pretty much were doing such a fabulous job defending against Argentina. Would you say that could be something of a problematic issue for the Spanish national team? Yeah, maybe, maybe. The game is, is for sure. We have the ball. We will have the ball. You know, Spain will have the yes. ball for many, many, many times for sure. Seventy percent of of of, uh, of possession, or even more. You know, and, and Iran will be all the all the match um, behind and trying to to get counterattacks and and trying to 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 um, to, to make our, our well defense. Spain is is very usually the the, the games against Spain are the same. You know, Spain usually has the ball and, and play against against teams that are very 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 defensive and uh, but we, we Spain has has improved in that in, in in two or three years ago Spain had problems to make to make um, a speed with the ball you know what I mean yes. but now now in the last uh, games Spain has improved uh, with that and we have more 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 speed with the ball and in um, this kind of, of, of teams that uh, are um, only, only defensive. Spain uh, wins quite, quite, quite well. Julia, my friend, another player that plays for the reigning national team is Mortezo Purali Genji. He plays for outside the same club as Javi Hernandez, and right now they have a very close relationship. Would you say, pr- pretty much, maybe that there could be a possibility that Javi Hernandez, you know, might give a little bit of an insight to Mr. Lopetegui of how, if this individual player such as Mortezo plays like this or thinks like this, that potentially that you know decide that. Spain is going to come against Iran, that the physicality and stuff like Basically, I just want to say like a warning to Mr. Lopetegui that not to underestimate Iran. Yeah, I understand. No, no, I don't think so, really. No, no. I, you know, I'm a good friend of Xavi. I have been a couple of times in in, in, in Doha, in Qatar, with yes. the uh, the, um, the Spire Academy, you know. Yes. And, and um, they are improving many, many levels of football. In fact, Qatar now... Uh, have, have reached the semi-finals of the under-23 uh, Asian Championship now in in China, but uh, I think uh, Xavi has not has not uh, made this this kind of things. You know, he's playing Al Sadd. He's working for the for the Aspire Academy. In fact, he will be well, will be working for the Qatar national team. You know, for the for the yes. for the next World Cup. I mean, for the World Cup that they they are going to be in Qatar, but not not for the. I, I don't think they are they are going to ask uh, anything about about Spain this Iranian player. I don't think so. Thank you so much for your time, Julie. The last two questions I have for you is obviously you're very close friends with Javi Hernandez. You visit him even in Doha, Qatar. Could you tell us a little bit of an insight of what he thinks about, you know, Middle Eastern football and about his time so far in Qatar? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I speak many times with him. Yes, he's he's very good uh, in, in Qatar, but uh, he, he all, all, obviously thinks that the, the football, uh, the level of football in Qatar is, is, is very, very... Is not very big, you know, in comparison for, with with the European football. Uh, he's um, uh, uh, he has no no more speed, you know. Uh, it's, it's quite low the football there, and this is the the, the in fact the, that that's why he, he he can still play, you know, in in, in uh, at at a certain level, you know. And but I know they are they are improving uh, quite well, you know. The, the Aspire Academy is really making making progress for the for the players now. They, how they are. They are working with with several Spanish uh, trainers. You know, the under twenty three trainer is Spanish, and they they will have. Uh, I, I, I think they were they are they are improving 
and they will have a good World Cup uh, in Qatar. You know, I, I'm sure. I'm sure about that. Julie, it's truly tremendous to hear you. You know, talking about the Iranian national team so highly. Just coming, basically coming back to your perspective. How would you say Carlos Kairos has done with the Iranian national team? Uh, well, I rate, I rate uh, very, 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 very well now. Eh? Um, you know, he was not good at Real Madrid, but I, I think that the, the, the work he has had in uh, in Iran is, is tremendous, really tremendous, and and uh, they are improving uh, with many players, and I'm sure, I'm sure, um, uh, his his uh, when when he left uh, Iran national team. Any day, I think I think he will have chance to to manage again in in Europe in in a good club. I'm quite sure about that. You know for, for sure. You, you you know I remember Iran in the in the 2006 World Cup. They have um, several good players, really. But I think now they have improving in in individuals. You know. I think, I think I'm, I'm quite sure about that. An absolute honor to have you, Julia, my friend. Thank you so much for your time to give us a little bit of the insight of the Spain national team, what your thoughts about Carlos Kairish was and, you know, the reigning national team. We just really, really thank you for coming on, my friend. Okay, okay, for calling. Before the match against Iran, we, we can speak again if you want and anything you need. You know, uh, I remember very well uh, Nekunam. I don't know if I, if yes, I uh, tell yes. well. Uh, the, the Osasuna player, you know. Yeah. Uh, Nekunam was very, very, you're very, very, very good player, really. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I think Iran has good, uh, uh, has always good, uh, good players, you know. And I've been on video the, the games of uh, 1978. Mm-hmm. When they they drew against Germany, I think if I don't remember, they, and, and they they played uh, quite well. You an absolute honor that we had you on today, Julia. Thank you so much for for your time, my friend. Okay, okay, we can we can talk when you want. Okay, thank you very much for for calling. That concludes our interview with Mr. Julia Maldonado, aka Mr. Maldini. As as I mentioned before, the first part of the series we did for Portugal was with Mr. Tom Gundor. Now for Spain with Mr. Maldonado. Third one. So that concluded our interview with Mr. Maldonado. We appreciate Mr. Maldonado's time. So he talked about the Spanish national team. As I mentioned before, for the Portugal national team, we have Mr. Tom Gunderdon for the Moroccan national team. Stay tuned for that. The first collaboration we're doing, which is a huge announcement, is with ADF.me. So they, they're basically the home of Middle Eastern football as a whole. So it's very, very on an honor for us, as I should say, that you know we're sharing Iranian football to them and they're spreading the word about Iranian football and um, just Middle Eastern and Asian football as a whole. So the second announcement I just wanted to give was that we're in partnership with adidas.co.iran. You can find them on Instagram at adidas.co.iran. They'll definitely have a website and so on. Everything is, you know, authentic Team Meli kit. So we're giving out a national team polo kit. You could, you know, follow us at, at GoldBazan to stay tuned for that. We're giving out a discount code, GoldBazan15. So if you just didn't win this, you could contact them. GoldBazan15 is a discount code for anything authentic. So I just believe that it's just a great way, you know, to show your national team pride. And that's our second announcement. We have another third announcement that is on the way. It's a huge, huge, huge announcement. Uh, stay tuned for that. It's an absolute honor. We can't wait to release that one as well. So right now, the two announcements was adaf.me and adidas.co.iran. And um, it's an absolute honor to just be with everyone doing this collaboration and spreading the word about Iranian and Asian football as a whole. So we'll have definitely all their content up, you know, on the website and all their information. Thank you guys as always.